0: Visit RedBarnInc.com to save a dollar on Red Barn grain-free canned food.
2: Blog Talk Radio.
3: Confused about and you want advice about it or whatever, no matter how big, no how or how small, whatever, call to me and uh, and I'll give you some cool advice. Maybe I think I hope probably okay. So basically, Boy Crazy Radio is, is like is like a cooler, more street punk version of Loveline uh, for anyone and everyone out there. Yes, even you. Holy fucking shit. If any of this uh any of these following descriptions sound familiar to you, then you should know the boy crazy radio should be considered your new home away from home. All right? Are you with me? You guys, are any of you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a high school nerd who grips the straps of your dorky backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating, and picking at your face? Well, cut it the fuck out. Who's going to love you if you're all gross and pockmarked with scabs on your face? Not me, but maybe me. Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little teeny tiny little bit less alone? Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Ugh, tell me about it. Are your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back but then smile to your face? Is the guy or girl that you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook pokes, your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Is your dad cheating on your mom? With you? Holy fucking shit! Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? then this is your lucky day because that is what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on, okay? You guys, I don't know why I have all this pent-up you know, residual energy from God knows when or why or who or what, but I do. And all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed or wanted. And maybe for some of you out there, You'll let me be like the cool sister, the cool big sister that you jerk off to. Whatever it is, I'm glad to be it. Anyway, call in. Pick up your smartphone. Uh, You can always call in using Gmail or Skype. It is the future. Whatever it is that you need to do to get through to me and dial area code 646-378-0649. That number again, seriously, I really think you should program it into your phone because that way you could call me any Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time between the hours of 9 and 10 or 9 and 11. Sometimes I go long. That's what she said. Hello? Okay. Oh, my God. Anyway, the number is 646-378-0649. Phone lines are already heating up. Is that what they say in showbiz? That the phone lines are heating up or whatever? Um, I have so many things to tell you. I am going to get to the phone calls. Uh, we have some phone calls from 626 area code, 508 area code. I'm very excited. Um, I wasn't here last week because I'm just going to tell you a teeny little bit of where I was. It will be very quick, I promise. Uh, I didn't do the show last week, which bums me out because I love fucking doing this podcast or radio show or whatever the fuck I think I want to call it from week to week. Um, I love doing this radio show because – it's my favorite thing in the world. It's just fun. I get to talk to people and strangers and, like, give advice. And I really do think I'm good good at giving advice. It's, it's nice to be, like, you know, somebody who's not really involved in the caller's lives. But, like, you know, if I get, like, a, you know, I have a third-party kind of, what's the phrase? I can't even come, uh, come up with a phrase to explain what it is that I am. I'm, like, impartial. I'm a third-party opinion. You know what I'm talking about. I like doing it. I think I'm good at it. I'm here. And I like being here every week so that like some 14-year-old kid or 20 something or whatever the fuck whoever wants to call in I like the idea of something being consistent so me not being here last week even if it doesn't matter to anyone it kind of matters to me because I'm an only child I came from a kind of a weird home life where I went back and forth with my parents and there was a lack of consistency so in my entire life I've subconsciously built in consistency and either I'll go to the same supermarket or I go to the same stores and shops and I know everybody in my in my community. I know everybody who works at all the shops that i in the supermarkets that I've been going to for years and years. So I and I, I eat the same thing. I I uh I don't know. I just I try to build in consistency. So for me, I like the idea of providing this this is a consistent thing for me and maybe a consistent thing for you if you'd like it to be. Um so bum me out not being here. The reason I wasn't here was because I act sometimes right? I forget that I'm an actress uh, because most of the time I just consider myself a writer because I write my website. I'm boycrazy.com. I do this podcast. I write scripts. I write stories. Even lately I've been writing music or whatever. It's really fun. Anyway, I mean, I'm trying. Listen, how dare you? Anyway, so I consider myself a writer, because I feel like that's what I'm best suited for, and it makes me feel more fulfilled, and I'm, that's what I mainly do or whatever. But I actually do act a lot. I make a living acting, and whether it's in commercials or movies or TV things, like, you know, mainly commercials, but whatever. So randomly, I get this phone call from my agent. Oh, my God, I never talk about that shit, really, on my podcast. But whatever, I'm going to branch out. I'm going to be even more honest than I usually am, because um, I, like, compartmentalize the things that I share. It seems like I'm sharing everything about my life, but really, I'm totally not, um, which is crazy because I seem like I, mean, I I share a lot. Anyway, like period sex stuff and sex stuff in general and dating and feelings and being sad and happy, whatever. So I get this phone call from my agent last minute, and she's like, listen, there's this producer that you worked with like five years ago on some movie. She's doing another movie. It shoots in New Orleans. They're offering you this part. You don't have to audition We'll fly – you're going to be flown out to New Orleans, like, tomorrow. So I fucking said yes. Uh, The first time they offered me a part, I said no, because I was writing this pilot for this network. That's another thing I never talk about, but I was on deadline to write this pilot that I sold to these people. Anyway, I'll keep it kind of vague. I'm really opening up, you guys. This is crazy. I've just had tons of caffeine. I hope I'm not talking too fast, but maybe – Maybe if anybody's ever heard this podcast before, you're familiar with the fact that I'm a fast-talking girl who kind of sounds like a valley girl, even though I don't live in the valley. Anyway, not that there's anything wrong with living in the valley, but I don't. Okay. <sighs> anyway, I was on deadline to write this script. And a long time ago, I would have been like, oh, my God, I'll do, I'll throw everything aside, and I'll go do this acting job. That's so great. I'm so grateful. But now I have, like, options and I have priorities and I, I, I had to make a decision for myself and I was like, you know what? I'm on deadline for this thing that really matters to me and it's an important thing in my life. I can't go to New Orleans to do this part in the movie. It's just, you know, whatever. So then I'd already turned in my script. I get another phone call. It's a different part in the same movie they offered me, totally random and ridiculous and crazy. I can't believe like that was ha- even happening. And I went, God, okay, cool, now I can go. So I'm going to do it. The weird thing was, so I accepted going to New Orleans. This is like maybe 10 days ago or whatever. I said yes to going, but, and this is something I noticed happens a lot, whether it's with, you know, I I had made a plan to visit this boy that, that I have a crush on that I used to date when I was like 16. I made a plan to go visit him in another city. Portland. The city is Portland. Okay. I'm not going to give names or addresses. So I'm just like, going to, cause I want to talk about Portland later. So I made this plan to go see him. Uh, and now all of a sudden I'm saying yes to this acting job. And I was like, for a moment I was conflicted. I was like, God, why do both of these things have to take place on the same day? Like, I mean, why do why do like, why do, why do they, why does everything have to overlap? And I thought, the smart thing to do is I take the job, right? Of course I take the job. I'm not going to, like, turn down a job that, of something that will pay me that will, you know, hopefully if it's good it will live on and hopefully it won't be bad because it will still live on because it's an on film. But um, I was like, i got to take the job. That's a responsible decision. And I thought about that for, like, two seconds and I went, yes, that's, that's how I make my living, so I have to say yes to it. But uh, why does that always happen? Why does it always happen? that you, The minute you book a trip, you get work. And you have to like reschedule or cancel the fun thing, but anyway, all of it ended up being fun. I rescheduled my trip to Portland, so I went to New Orleans, and that was like last week or whatever. I was there for eight days. I do not love love New Orleans. I don't love it, okay, I'm sorry, I wanted to love it i I actually made sure to find out about it, a bunch of things to do. Uh, I did a lot of things out there, but to me, New Orleans is like a dusty, haunted version of Las Vegas, not my favorite, a lot of drinking happening during the day, a lot of people wearing sweatpants with like logos on their butt or whatever, I don't even like the word butt, but fuck it, I'm saying it, I mean, there's nothing else I can say, bum, that's even more pretentious and weird, okay, I don't know, and the food's all fattening and gross for you, and I don't like French food, and I don't like everything fried, and I don't like fried oysters, and it's like, leave me alone, but thank God while I was there, I found a Whole food. I found a Whole Foods, and no matter where you are in the world, if you can find a Whole Foods, Whole Foods is like Mecca, so I found a Whole Foods, and I'll get to the rest of the story in a second, but uh, not only did I find, you know, a Whole Foods, but within that Whole Foods, I found a beautiful boy who was working the register, and he looked like a total, either he was a meth head or a heroin addict, because he was very slender and beautiful and pale and His teeth were rotting out of his head, but he he looked so interesting and young, and his eyes were so bizarre. I wasn't sure if they were were piercing, and I don't know if they were piercing because he was high or or because, you know, he was strung out or whatever the fuck, but he was very intriguing intriguing looking. Uh, He looked very indie rock or whatever or, you know, alternative or whatever they say. I don't know. He just looked interesting and cool and weird. So I said, you know, what's going on in this town? Where is there, are there other bands to play? Or where's a cool place to go? Where can I find a cool jean jacket to buy? I'm looking for a cool leather jacket. Where do I go shopping? So he told me about this area called the Marigny-Bywater area, and I'd already heard of this area. So he told me where, like, a band was playing that night and the following night. And I'll put a pin in this story, and I'll get back to it in a second because it gets scary. Okay. I'm going to take a first phone call and then get back to my adventures in the past two weeks. Uh, And I'm going to take this call. Area Coach 508?
4: Oh, yeah. Hello?
3: Hello. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from, 508?
4: Uh, My name's Anthony Wiley. Uh, I go by Tony Volume sometimes. That's my art name and music name. But uh, I'm calling from a ring. I'm just turned 23. And uh, I'm from the Bay Area.
3: Well, what's going on with you tonight?
4: Well, my friend Sam was uh, telling me about uh, this show and how uh, how awesome it was. And I decided to call in and, uh, what is it, I've been, I just got out of the Navy. I just moved back from Virginia and yeah I'm trying to make everything work, trying to find a new relationship and everything trying to fall into place
3: <laughs> oh well that's exciting are you, what 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 is your what's going on Are you freaking out or is it hard so far or what
4: it's just harder than it was back in virginia and uh like it's just a whole different from military life to civilian It's just throw my world of dating out of whack so uh can't really find any trustworthy women or it's just a lot harder
3: well where where in the bay area are you
4: uh orinda
3: oh i don't know where that is that totally doesn't help wait it's, marinda what'd you say
4: oh Orinda? it's right Orenda. next to berkeley
3: well and why did you decide to go there
4: Um, my grandma lives up there, and she's kind of old, and trying to help her out. So. Oh, that's
3: that's nice. You don't have any brothers and sisters. Is is your mom around, or is anybody there to like help you help her?
4: Well, uh, my dad and stepmom live out about an hour away, and uh, yeah, it's just my grandma and grandpa, and yeah, it's fun. You know helping them around so
3: well. Why, why did you decide to do that? Like, why did they become your responsibility just because you wanted it to, or did or, or why?
4: Uh, my grandma pays me a little bit to help her around the house and uh, trying to get all my, my life back together, trying to go merchant marine, uh, civilian sailor. So, yeah, just waiting for my unemployment check to come in, and I'm getting a pretty good. Unemployment, so
3: Well to okay, get. Well, what do you want what do you want to do now? Like what if you could now that you're out of the you're out of the navy, you're you're taking care, care of your grandma, you're in this new city, you're not you miss Virginia, right? You miss it a little bit, right?
4: A little bit. I have a few friends over there, but they're road tripping back over here.
3: Well, what? Okay, so what is it that you'd want to do besides collect unemployment checks? Because you can still collect your unemployment checks, but you can also start getting a game plan going for like what you want to do with your life and stuff. You know, like what yeah. makes you happy. So what? What are the things that make you happy? Before we start talking about girls.
4: Uh, skateboarding, art, photography. Uh, I'm working on an album, and uh, play guitar, keyboard, bass.
3: Oh my God. That sounds so great. We yeah. have all these, like, hobbies, to just, so, so you, and you're doing all those things? Yeah. Okay, so good. At least you have all this. This is so great because you, you have no idea how many people have none of those things, none of those interests or none of those hobbies. So at least you've got all that going on. So you can be taking photos, and you can be making music, making up songs and writing songs and all this stuff and skateboarding and all that. So, yeah. okay. Well, is total random side note, is there a Whole Foods in this Bay Area that you live in?
4: Ah, uh, there's one close by. I know there's probably one in Berkeley. <laughs>
3: I say, well, How far away is Berkeley?
4: Like five, ten minutes.
3: Oh, my God. Definitely go to the one in Berkeley. Go to the one near you also, but ten minutes not very far. Uh, if you can't, but you bother to drive ten minutes to go to Berkeley Whole Foods, and then you're not ready to date a really cool girl because she'll ask you to do a lot more than just that. But, uh, <laughs> okay, uh, for some reason, I know it sounds – so dumb. I really feel like some of the best people watching and the greatest people go to Whole Foods cuz it's like it's just the best supermarket ever and you catch people during their day where they're like they're not in a sexy weird bar vibe, they're like living their life. <laughs> it's just kind of interesting to like meet people in that situation and at least the people watching and the the type of person you're going to get at a Whole Foods. I know this is ridiculous how intense I am about Whole Foods, but I really feel this way. <laughs>
2: So
3: go to, go to the one near you in the, in the part of town you live in. Go to the one in uh in Berkeley. But also, what about online dating like match.com or something?
4: Uh I have I'm on okay, Cupid, but yeah, some of it's all right. I've had a few awkward dates with that. Uh one chick told me that she was infertile on the first date and kind of scared me off. Ew! Like, Who brings a that a up? Girl. Why did he, Why
3: did she tell you she's infertile?
4: I don't know. She said she had an abusive boyfriend that I guess messed her up internally, and um, oh. I she was uh yeah she just brought up on the first date and then she never really called me back. Like after oh, she oh my
3: God, she didn't call you back. I would like, to, why don't we just change the story and make it like you never called her back? And by the way, any girls listening, don't reveal so much fucking stuff on the first date. And, uh, Tony, don't, like, you should just be thankful that this girl overshared and got weird and told you all these personal things because that's your, that's your, uh, you know, red flag. That's her showing you her red flag. So you can be like, oh, yeah, this girl is not for me, you know? Yeah. Well, why don't you, like, Write a list for yourself about the kind of girl you want. You want some cute girl. I'm just going to make it up for you right now. For This is what I assume, okay? You want some cute right. girl that's good-looking, that you like looking at, that, you wanna, that when you look at her, you want to have sex with her, who's nice to you, who, who maybe she's funny and smart and has her own life going on, too. Maybe she has her own interests and aspirations. And you guys uh, get along as friends and have really great sex. How about that? That sounds good, right? That really
4: does sound – that's exactly what I'm looking for.
3: Yeah, that sounds fantastic to me, too. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for in a guy. Well, so why don't you just, like, make your own personalized list for yourself just to jot it down like you're, like that movie Weird Science. Have you ever seen Weird Science? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, basically you're, like, trying to build your own woman. So just, like, write a little journal and do it to yourself, like, oh, it would be really cool if I met this kind of girl and she was, like, this, and blah, blah, and, you know. Yeah. And then sign up for Match.com. You know, troll Facebook. Look at all your friends of friends, people, if you want. Um, that's fun. And then go on Match.com. Continue on OkCupid. But I feel like OkCupid is a little bit more, like, for hooking up. But stay on OkCupid because it's a little bit cooler. It's more hipster, I feel like, also. And then just, yeah. like, and just keep going on dates and, like, come up with fun dates. Like, go, like, ask the girls if, she sk- if they skateboard or if they do anything physical. Meet during the day and not just at night or, you know, I don't know. And then, like, then it's exciting. Yeah. When, like, you're- You're in the market for girls. It only sounds promising because you're a single guy. You have your whole life ahead of you. You're so young. You're 23. And, you know, in the meantime, just, like, jerk off and take showers and stuff, right?
4: (laughs) Yeah. I've been going to the gym. I just bought a gym membership. and Yeah. You
3: just bought bought a gym membership. This is great.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) I mean, I have my own problems. Can you help me with my problems? Yeah. So okay, I can't
2: even. Do you do you
4: smoke a lot of pot? Um, I used to, but uh, well, I'm trying to get into the merchant marine, so I gotta you know piss clean. So. uh, Oh, Yeah, my friend Sam who told me about this. He called in before, and um, I just want to get back out and start sailing again. Uh, I just miss being out on the water and. Uh, I heard it pays a lot more. So.
3: Oh my God! Look at you! You have all these, you have all these goals. How tall are you?
4: Uh, I'm six three.
3: You're six three? Are you black, white, Asian, Latino? What, what's your deal? I'm white. <laughs> white, six three, twenty three years old. Uh, you know, even if you don't have good style, that can be easily fixed. Uh, and I'm just gonna. <laughs> Oh, my God, you guys, do you hear this? This is like, I'm not worried about you. I feel pretty good about you. And you're helping your grandma and, like, you know, this is great. You don't do drugs, I hope. Do you smoke cigarettes?
4: Yeah, I smoke cigarettes.
3: All right. What can you do? It's, you know, sometimes you just have to do these weird things. Okay, so you drink yeah. you drink. Drink alcohol?
4: Um, well, when I'm over at my parents' house with all my other friends, uh, I drink, but I haven't drank for, like, a week. So, once okay. in a while, I'll drink.
3: Sounds like you take good care of yourself, except for the smoking thing. I'm assuming you have a big <laughs> private, but I don't want to talk to you about it because that's none of my business. Yeah. <laughs> tell, tell you, oh my God, okay, but tell your, tell your sailor friend Sam, I say hello, and uh, I hope any of this made you feel better, or something, because I think you're, I think you're okay. You're just, you just have to let life unfold and see what happens, and like, and when you meet some awesome girl, or when you get your next job or whatever your deal is, like it'll just be a happy surprise. So you need to have these little moments right now that you're having where you are kind of, like, don't know what's happening. You're kind of finding your footing. You need to have that so you'll be able to feel the difference when something really amazing happens, you know?
2: Yeah.
3: All right. Get out of here. Go say hi to your grandma for me, okay?
2: All right. It was good okay. talking to you.
3: You too. Bye. Um. Oh, my goodness. Well, what a great show! Bye, everybody. Just kidding. Oh God, I have I have a more more stories to tell you. Um, jeez, Louise. All right. Also, area code six two six. I think it's a New York number. A New York number was calling me, and they uh, they are no longer trying to call. And that bums me out because whenever somebody from New York tries to call, I get excited. Not like I don't like other parts of the country. Um, but you know, I have an affinity for New York. Anyway. So I meet this heroin addict junkie type vibe who works at Whole Foods. He tells me where to go in New Orleans. I'm like, all right, I already have a few things I wanted to do. There's this place called Cafe Du Monde that my friend that I have a crush on uh, told me to go. Plus it's like this famous place where you go and whatever. So I walked around. I'm walking around New Orleans on my days off when I'm not doing the movie. And then, like, I go to this marini area where the junkie told me to go. And it's, you know, and I'm understanding, like, okay, this is where all the gutter punks, like, not hipsters, I didn't really see any hipsters. Oh, God, I'm so ashamed I'm saying these things. But they're just, like, more, like, crust punk hipstery people, not non-hipstery people. And uh, I'm in the – and New Orleans has a bad reputation. Like, New Orleans, like, you know, you can't – just much like any city, but especially here in New Orleans, there in New Orleans, you can't be some fucking girl just wandering in the middle of nowhere and you find yourself in a bad neighborhood, something bad could happen. So I'm walking around. I'm in the Decatur, Frenchman Street area, and I'm on my phone trying to navigate, like, on Google Maps, like, how do I get to this weird, like, punk show thing? Uh, Or surely I'll fall in love. Just kidding. Um, How am I going to get to this weird thing? So I just wanted to do some normal, local, bizarro thing in New Orleans. So all of a sudden I look up my Google Maps, And it's nighttime. It's like 8.30. And I realize, oh, my God, I'm no longer in the touristy area. I'm in the middle of nowhere. It's completely desolate. Uh, I can feel in my bones. I'm in a bad neighborhood. I'm trying to find the street called St. Bernard Avenue. And uh, I'm like, oh, my God, it's really close. I see it on my Google Maps. It's close. But I have a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. My My intuition was like, what the fuck are you doing, Alexi? Get out of here. This is not good. And I was like, fuck, but I'm being such a pussy. Should I just go? Like, it's right. you know, it's right down the street. It's only like two or three blocks of, in this, you know, desolate, uncharted wasteland of an area that I've never been to. I should do it. And all of a sudden these two guys start following me. And then this car drives by and yells something at me, like, blah, blah. Like, I think it said nice ass, which was really flattering because, you know, I'm a white girl in New Orleans with no ass, but maybe I have one, and that was really cool. But, you know, aside from the fact that I thought I might be raped and murdered and not even in that order, but whatever. So I'm like, oh, my God, I can feel that these two guys are, like, following me. I'm in the middle of nowhere. I don't know anyone, really, in New Orleans. I gotta get the. What the fuck am I doing? So I just turn around and start running back to the touristy area. And I run back, and I jump. I get back to the touristy area and I jump on a carriage ride because I think, oh my god, I just want to be around people, even though I don't know them. I want to be on this safe carriage ride with all these tourists, with the carriage driver giving a tour. So I start doing the tour on the carriage ride, and I say to the carriage ride driver, and I go, hey, do you know anything about Saint Bernard Avenue? And he turns to me really slowly, and he goes, St. Bernard Avenue, oh, you don't want to go there. That's where people get murdered. And he's like, he says it all slow and creepy. Like, I feel like I have just been murdered, but, like, for some reason, like, this is the afterlife, and I don't know if I've been murdered, but I'm on this weird, like, New Orleans carriage ride to heaven or something weird. I don't know, but he just said it all fucking freaky, and I was like, oh, my God, I
2: can't believe
3: it. And I was like, oh, my God. I knew, I just felt it in my bones, my intuition said, you're going to get killed, you better turn around, and he, and then he stopped the carriage ride, and he turned around to everybody in the carriage, and he goes, you hear that, folks, when your intuition tells you that something isn't right, you listen to your intuition, because this girl could have been murdered, <laughs> and I was like, no, anyway, so that was that, and um, the rest of the trip was lovely, uh... I bonded with this actress named Ileana Douglas, who I have a total girl crush on. She's amazing. She's been in all these amazing movies. and She's super cool. And uh, she refers to me as mini-me because I'm very similar to her, and I feel like she looks like she could be my, my big sister, my big sister. Anyway, so we bonded. That was great. Uh, what else did I want to tell you? So then I come home to L.A. for a day. Uh... I come home to LA for a day, pack my stuff. Less than 24 hours later, I jump on a plane to Portland. My mom gives me a ride. She brings me a coffee from my house to Burbank Airport, because now I'm gonna go have this like romantic rendezvous with this boy that I have a crush on. You know, and I that I, I told this you a while ago. If any of you out there have ever listened to this podcast before, it's like this ongoing. Uh, I guess it's like a live journal experience. Um, of my, my personal life sometimes, but I met this guy at Coachella. We were re reunited. We reunited at Coachella this year. His band was playing there. And, uh, we dated when I was 16. Now I'm not 16. I'm 179. And so is he, but we reunited this year at Coachella and we, we stayed in touch. And so I went to go to Portland to go visit him. And, uh, my mom, my mom took me to the airport. We had a recap. We had a latte. It was fantastic. I get on the airplane. I start talking to this guy sitting next to me on the airplane, and he's married, and he's, and I'm telling him why I'm going to Portland, and he's telling me what he's up to and where, why he's going to where he's going. And we're having this lovely chat, getting along swimmingly, fantastic, except for the fact that he seems very down on his wife. Like, you can just tell. He's miserable. He's been married for 20 years. You know, it's just he seemed, like, a little bit bitter, like, just not – so, you know, whatever. So because I'm a little bit too honest and want to get to the the on, the on core of the situation with everybody I talk to immediately, I think I managed to ask, like, something along the lines of, you know, so when do you think you're going to get a divorce? Like, soon, or how much longer are you going to wait? Are you miserable? And, uh, and we, so we talk about this, and, you know – he's still attracted to her and blah 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 and you know he thought about divorce and maybe he will get divorced and blah blah blah. So we have this like intimate conversation about his life, which I don't mind. I like having conversations like that, clearly. And I also like having conversations like that with strangers whose names I don't know that I will never see again on airplanes or in passing or at the car wash or whatever. I love it. It's great. So at the end of the at the end of the um the plane ride he's like, he's like, wow, like, so I want to know how it goes with this guy, you know, and the guy is in a band that I'm, that I'm going to go see, I have a tendency to really like band guys or whatever, and, uh, and I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, it should be exciting, and he goes, well, let me get your number, and, uh, and I go, oh, well, you know, you're married and, and uh, and like you know, I just feel like that's disrespectful to your wife. And if I was your wife, I wouldn't like it. If if uh if I wouldn't want you to go get numbers of random girls that you meet on planes, you know, I'll give you my email address. You can have my email address. And he, you could tell it was like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm or Seinfeld. Like the mood changed because he was like, he was like, well, why don't you want to give me your phone number? Like it's just the same as an email. It all goes to the same place. And I went, well. If that's true, then why do you mind if I just give you my email? If it all goes to the same place, it's just I just feel like it's a little bit a little bit more respectful, you know? It's just that's how I run my life. Like I'm fine with it, and he's like I'm fine with it too. But you're acting like I'm doing something disrespectful or something wrong. Like I could I'll, I can text my wife right now and ask her permission and show you that she doesn't mind. And I was like I was like well I don't really want you to do that, but I don't really have a problem. You're the one with the problem. Like you want? I'll give you my email address. So by at this point. I mean, we're practically fighting. We're strangers. We're in, like, a weird fight about an email address versus a phone number. I think I'm in the right because he's fucking married, and I like somebody else, and he's married, and I'm trying to run my life in, in like, you know, more of a respectful way where it's like, dude, whatever. I explained it. You know, if I were a woman, I wouldn't want my fucking husband getting numbers, you know. Um, plus he'd already told me this intimate stuff about his relationship. I just like, I wanted to leave it at at a faceless conversation or like, you know, like a conversation that will never continue. Uh, so, you know, and I told him that I'm going to go visit this musician guy and that I usually date musicians, but I also told him what I do with my life. I, you know, I have my own career. I do a lot of stuff. It's not like I'm, you know, I, I do, I have my own life. I have a very full life of things that I do. So after our little debacle of me not giving him my phone number, I spot this actress girl, and I go, hey, is she is she on Portlandia? And he goes, oh, whoa, she's not on Portlandia. She's on Flight of the Concords. She Her character is like you. She plays a groupie. And I went, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, yeah, a groupie, like you, because, you know, you're going to go see this band guy. You're a groupie. And I was like, uh... I was like, oh, I get it, okay, because he's, like, taking a dig at me. I don't know if any of you girls can relate to this, but, like, you know, if you don't coddle a man's feelings or if a guy feels slighted, I mean, anybody will do this. If you slight somebody, they're going to come up with some weird passive-aggressive way to have a dig at you. So this was his way of digging at me, being like, you're a groupie. So uh, meanwhile, in our conversation, he's a trader. Like, that's his job. He, like, trades like whatever, I don't even know anything about that, but he like trades stocks and stuff or whatever. And his wife doesn't do anything for a living. So I was like, actually, your wife's more of a groupie than I am. She's more of a trader groupie than I am a drummer groupie or a band groupie because I have a career and like my whole life isn't just like fucking band dudes, you know? I mean that's part of it, but whatever. Anyway so uh and then no, I just ditched him. But uh yeah. I just thought that was annoying. I didn't like that one bit. Anyway, I've been ranting nonstop. I will tell you about how my trip to Portland was in a second. And by the way, what a beautiful city Portland is. Is anybody out there from Portland? Because I fucking love it. I think it's amazing. I think it's highbrow. I think the taste level is is great. Uh, The city is pretty. I like looking at the buildings. The weather was really nice, at least, you know, when I went there last weekend. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. I'm going to call this number. When you call into Boy Crazy Radio and I see your number pop up on the screen and then you hang up, don't think you can get away so easily because I will write your number down and I will call you back and I will find you like a crazy stalker. Um, I'm going to call this the 626 number. And also, for any of you out there, if you can't call in right now, you can always tweet me a question, and you can tweet your question I'm boy crazy, and I will read it on the air. Whatever. Hello and hang up, because that's not okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I want to know everything. Um, I'm currently in the car. That's why I called you at the beginning of the show. Connor, where are you going? I'm going out with coworkers. Can you hint at what your question was? I'm sorry, what? Give us a hint as to what your question was, or why you're calling. Cause I'm <laughs> oh, you're prying. I I don't know if I have time to tell you. How about I pinky promise I will call you at nine o'clock on the dot next Wednesday. Talk to you then. Have fun. Are you out in New York, or where are you guys going? I'm out in Orange County. Blah. Tony, I thought this was a New York number. That's the only reason I called you back. Oh, my God. No. That's Half 646, week. not 626. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's okay. Have fun with your friends. Call me next week. I definitely will. Hi. Oh, you guys, another crazy night on Boy Crazy Radio. Um, Oh, my goodness. Also, I have a new series that I'm producing for my website. I suppose it's a web series, I suppose. Uh, and it's a talk show, and it's called Alexi in Bed. And uh, I debuted on my site last week with where I interviewed the cast of this movie that just came out this past Friday called The Kings of Summer. So I interviewed like you know most of the cast of all these young boys and girls, and the director of the of the film. So that was fun, and I'm gonna have another episode of Alexi in Bed. Uh, it's gonna come. It's gonna be on my site this Friday, and the interview is with a band called Pyramids, and Pyramids is uh, a new side project of this guy named Tim Nordwin from a band called OK Go. Anyway, so that's happening on Friday. What else did I want to tell you all about? Oh, and next Tuesday, I'm hosting an event at Urban Outfitters. Uh, at the space fifteen twenty location in Los Angeles, which is fifteen twenty Coanga Boulevard in Los Angeles, and it's gonna be every Tuesday in June. So this starting with next this next Tuesday and the following Tuesday and the next Tuesday after that. So next Tuesday, uh, a band called l a Witch is gonna play, and it's a bunch of really hot, cute, adorable young girls with adorable figures, fantastic figures they they play great songs. They look cute when they do it. They're wearing cool clothes. You won't regret seeing them. So that's next. Oh my god, what a dick I am. How annoying. So that's next Tuesday at Urban Outfitters Space 1520 uh, in Los Angeles. And then the following Tuesday, which is I believe uh, the 18th of June, a band called Tashaki Miyaki is playing. They're super cool. Don't worry about it. You should just go and check it out for yourself. I will be there. Uh, We're also going to have a tarot reader, a tarot card reader to do tarot readings for you if you would like. And this really cute girl named Clara who has a company. She's 15 years old, and she has a company called Clara's Cupcakes, and uh, they're vegan. And all of her desserts are vegan. She's 15. She has bangs. She also looks like she could be my little sister. She's totally adorable, so I had to have her at the event. She's going to be there every Tuesday as well. And then the final Tuesday in June, a band called La Sarah with Katie Goodman and Todd Weisenbaker are going to be playing. And uh, and Katie Goodman is in a band called Vivian Girls. Anyway, so if you have a crush on her, just go say hi. And at all of the, the parties in June at Urban Outfitters, Space 1520, they'll be playing, uh, screening my short films that I made. Who cares? I do. You should go. Okay, great. I'm taking another call. Area code 559? Yo. Oh, who is this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? What are you wearing? What's your problem? How tall are you? Tell me everything.
4: I have to confess, I've called before.
3: Who's this? Tell me everything.
4: Um, it's your friend from Twitter. <laughs> I know you Thank have you. a lot. Chilis, cool. Chillis Chilli- Chilli-
3: is the. Uh... Oh, Chilis boy. But tell us your real name. But if you want to go by your Michael. Twitter. Michael.
4: No, okay, don't. Mike... I'm, I'm I'm past that.
3: Michael, what's going on? How old are you now? I'm
4: still 25.
3: Michael, forever 25, calling from Los Angeles, California. What's going on? Why did you call, why did you Same, call? Sam, what's up?
4: I was bummed that your event was canceled. Yeah, I was going to go. I was going to bring someone I think you know. Um, oh. Casey? Do you know Casey? Yeah, you know Casey.
3: Casey Weisenbaker? Yeah, Oh my God! You have to bring Casey when his brother Todd okay. plays. Todd is playing on uh, on the on the twenty fifth.
4: I'm gonna be out of town.
3: Are you gonna be in, be in town on, be on in town on the
4: eighteenth? Uh, I think so.
3: Be in town on the eleventh. Yeah. Yeah. So Tuesday, the eleventh Tuesday, the eighteenth.
4: Okay. Okay. I'll try awesome. and get Casey. Well, he asked me. He was like, "What are you doing on Tuesday?" And I was like, "Going to a thing, maybe." And he was like, okay, why don't you just tell me what – I was like this I'm boy crazy thing. He was like, oh, dude, what? Uh, I want to go, but I forgot that, like, you know him and, you know, Todd and stuff like that. Um, Casey's greatest. He's, like, one of my best friends. Well,
3: I'm excited that you guys are friends.
4: <laughs> um, oh. We we get along. I, I think, you, you know.
3: Are you dating right um, now? I, no. I remember – all right. Have you lost your virginity? No. No. I feel like uh, you 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 have other friends who I won't name who are also virgins that you probably
4: <laughs> that i probably mentioned recently. I don't know. Maybe. Um, Why are you? No,
3: 25? I was gonna call- Here's What I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Why are you 25 and a virgin? Why? Why?
4: I wish. I wish. I could. I wish I could tell you.
3: Do you want me to take your virginity it's later not. tonight? I will take your virginity. Are you sure you don't have an STD? Because I don't have any STDs yet, but I and I'm really trying to keep it that way. Do you have any STDs? Probably not though. No.
4: Right? Or do you? I sincerely doubt it.
3: How tall are you?
4: I don't even share drinks with people. Um, I'm I'm like 5'9".
3: <laughs> oh my god. We're already we're already fucked up right now. I'm 5'11". Okay, but that's a that. Okay. You're five nine. How much do you weigh?
4: This is going so well. Um, like one, one thirty five, one forty.
3: I hate that you know that. That's so vain of you. But whatever. Okay. Uh, how?
4: Well, it's been the same
3: just, for how years. How big is your private?
4: <laughs> I, I that I don't know. I mean,
3: you you don't know. I'm sure. Have you never watched porn?
4: Well, that what does that have to do with this?
3: How can you not have an idea of how large – do you ever touch your privates? I'm like, do you ever masturbate? Do you ever masturbate ever?
4: I, I, I knew I shouldn't have called.
3: I knew! <laughs> Dude,
4: the, the, the thing I was – when I was talking to Casey about you, I was like – he's like, you know, I'm – he's like, I've almost been on a radio show, but, you know, I'm just like – it's like I'm afraid of what she's going to be able to get out of me.
3: <laughs>
4: and I was like, Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay, but so you've never masturbated?
4: Uh, I mean, me maybe
3: yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, how about let me make this easy for you? I've already done that three times today. So what's the problem with just saying oh. it's true or not? Like.
4: Oh well, yeah, that's true. I mean, every guy has, right? Every guy, pretty much.
2: This, about if this not, is about you. This is
4: about you. It's not, it's true. No, I, if I said I wasn't, I'd be lying.
2: Okay. Or if mean,
4: I said I haven't.
3: Okay, so you've mastered it. But so you've,
4: that doesn't you've seen, tell me how big it is.
3: Okay, well, hold on. You've seen your privates at their fullest in bloom, if you will, okay? And you've watched porn before, and, and porn guys usually have pretty big privates. What I need you to do is maybe you should get a ruler, watch a porno, measure your privates, put some kind of, like, we're going to need to know girth and length, and then get back to me because now everybody knows where you are on Twitter, at ChillisBoy and they all know. Here, okay. Let let me just tell everybody this right now. Let me tell the guy I'm talking to right now is gorgeous. He's very stylish. He claims to be heterosexual. He's 25. He's five 135 to 140 pounds. And for whatever reason, which he can't even seem to explain, he's a virgin. And I I just want to know why. I support it, but I want to know why.
4: i I'm, I'm glad you support it. Some people are just so dumbfounded, and they're like, Yo, dude, live it up.
3: But why are you a virgin? Why? What's the excuse? I mean,
4: at this point, it's at this point, it's kind of more. It's not even a thing where it's like, oh, I've lasted this long, might as well go with it. Even though it's partially that, but I mean, a big part of it has to do with my beliefs in terms of like religious beliefs and aspects of it. But even still, that doesn't really stop most people um, that have the same beliefs as me. But it's just like one of those things it's like I never wanted to really be lenient on. Like I don't really like I, I've never had a drink, I've never done drugs. Um, not that those are necessarily like comparable. But like it's just yeah, it's just like one of those things. It's like, uh I'm gonna just like stick to my guns on this one.
2: Stick to your guns. And God. now it's gotten, <laughs> now it's okay. gotten to the
4: point where it's like I really it's not. It's like the last thing I think about, really. Is oh, like, my God. Here's the my thing.
3: If, if God invented you, if God made you and me and our bodies and our vaginas and our privates and our penises or whatever the fuck, and he invented, you know, God, if God's responsible for everything, masturbating, good thoughts, bad thoughts, this and that, blah, 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 Priuses, Whole Foods, all this stuff, then, like, how can how can having sex be a bad thing? As long as you're, like, responsible, but also... I don't know. I, I don't know enough about religion and all this stuff. All I know is that, like, like we're all in this together. Everything we do is okay as long as, as long as you aren't murdering anyone and hurting someone. But if you, like, to come together, I mean, literally, and, like, have sex and, like, put your breath. It's such an exciting, wonderful thing. And alcohol is pretty great, too, as long as it's, like, in moderation and you aren't, like, getting behind the wheel of a car hurting someone. But didn't, like, Jesus turn something into wine? Didn't he turn water into wine or something and then probably drink it?
4: Well, even still, uh, back then it would have been technically just like grape juice, um, no, even though there was no wine that was. It, it's 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 a long thing. I'll, I'll explain to you in person. Um, get a
3: ruler. Get a ruler. Measure your privates. I'll see you at space fifteen twenty, either the eleventh, eighteenth, or twenty fifth. I love you. I'm hanging up on you, but I love you. Okay. Area code eight one eight. Hello. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from?
0: Um, I'm twenty two. I've called before. This is Spaghetti Boy.
3: Spaghetti boy? Yeah. Can we just come up with a better name for you and call you like Dylan or Oliver or Jasper or something?
0: That would be that would be that would work if my name was Dylan or Oliver. Did you say Jasper?
3: Jasper, but what your name's not really spaghetti. But is that like your tagger name?
0: Yeah, I guess so.
3: Okay, we will call you spaghetti boy, whatever you want. Is that your Twitter handle?
0: Uh, yeah. You can find it's me just on not
3: sexy it's not sexy to me.
2: Hmm. Oh well But not
3: everything not well, everything has to be sexy to me, it's fine. What's going on with you, Spaghetti Boy?
2: <laughs> Look,
0: I'm calling you because I want to get your opinion on this whole Michael Douglas thing with him getting HPV um, and uh, getting throat cancer. I just want to know what you think about it on this, you know, is it a humble brag or is he trying to, you know, advocate having safe
2: sex?
3: Well, here's the thing. I'm not a doctor, so right off the bat, I'm never going to give advice to something I clearly know that I can't give the answer to. But, I mean, I felt like I read in the press that he took that back. Like, didn't he, like, say that wasn't true? And, a humble brag, okay, he had throat cancer, right? He has throat cancer or he had throat cancer?
0: He, I believe he has it still.
3: So he has throat cancer, so I really don't think him saying that he got throat cancer from going down on some girl who who had HPV, I don't think it's a humble brag because the dude has throat cancer, so there's no there's no bragging rights. It's not, like, awesome. Maybe it's like he's making up some crazy story to be funny or something, or maybe he legitimately thinks that, but... I thought I read today that, like, that is actually not true and not even possible, but I'm not sure. I feel like you'd have to ask your doctor that, or I could ask my gynecologist and get back to you and then tell you next week, because I'm going to go to my gynecologist this week anyway, but... uh
0: but, You should uh, ask. You should definitely ask.
3: I mean, don't you think... I feel like we could we could Google this, right? Michael Douglas... Why? What does this make you feel? What 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 is the concern? Because are you afraid if you go down with a girl right now with HPV, you're going to get throat cancer?
0: Uh, I don't think it happens like that. You know, I don't think it's um, it happens immediately. I don't, I'm not gonna, I'm not scared that I'm gonna go down with a girl and then you know, five days later I'm gonna find out I have throat cancer or something like that. But it's, I don't know. I think uh, I feel like there you know, he might be. There might be a lot of misinformation about this whole. HPV leading to throat cancer. Although that is one of the few um, Mm. symptoms that, uh, you know, that uh, causes that HPV gives men. Hmm.
2: Let me see. Hold on. Douglas,
3: I'm reading right now on CNN. I think you just need to Google this more and then talk to an actual doctor because I am not the person. Uh, HPV is an STD by oral and genital sex. Okay. Okay. Blah blah. No, it's, it's, it's just, just too much
0: information. It's, it's,
3: it's, too, it's much information too much information to read right to now. But to, here's here's what you can do right now: just Google Michael Douglas throat cancer and read it on CBS News or whatever comes up, the most up-to-date thing. But really, just you need to talk to your doctor, and then like. And then, as far as living your life, what can you do if you want to go down on a girl? Chances are you're going to go down on her without some kind of like dental dam or something because nobody uses condoms or like dental dams when you go give oral sex to someone because nobody does that. What are dental
0: think? dams? I read about. I've, I've read about that. What are dental dams?
3: that's like that's that like, like something.
0: That's,
3: that's like some kind of thing you put over. Maybe it's like you put the put it over a girl's vagina or in your mouth, like so you actually don't make contact with the skin so it's like it's like a condom for a girl's vagina so you put it over there i, I think that's what it is I and then used
0: you just down
3: fuck no that's like that's embarrassing i mean that's like you know I'd rather, i i don't know i've never i've never done that because it's like it's like social suicide cuz you're usually like tipsy or you're in the throes of passion and you like go down on a dude like i don't know i mean I, i'd love for somebody to call in and say that they use condoms or protection when they give oral sex i just feel like People might say they do that. But nobody does that. And people already lie about having protected sex. I mean, I, I have enough friends and uh, who who say they're having protected sex with condoms, but they're fucking having unprotected sex. But they're too embarrassed to say it because they feel you know, they feel ashamed or they feel guilty about it. But they, you know, in the heat of the moment, they're lazy and they just want to feel all the feelings, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, that's all I wanted to ask you about is whether it was a humble brag or not. But I guess you bring up a pretty good point. I mean. I guess that's, uh, I almost feel like I'm being really insensitive to the whole cancer yeah, situation.
3: Yeah, I don't think there's time for to be, hum- like, making jokes and being like, I'm humble bragging, you know, when you have fucking throat cancer. But, you know, may- and so, yeah, ask your doctor, I'll ask mine, and then I'll get back to you next week and just talk about it on the podcast anyway. But I'm glad you called.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: Bye. Um, oh, my God, we have three more minutes left of the show. I don't even get to tell you about uh, my trip to Portland. And you know what? It's probably better I don't tell you. I had a really lovely time. The guy picked me up from the airport. Uh, he brought beautiful flowers. We had lots and lots of fun. Uh, I'm very outgoing and talkative. He's more introverted, a little bit more quiet, has a tendency to be kind of awkward, which makes me feel kind of clunky and awkward. But overall, it was a wonderful time, and it was way too quick. And the bummer is right when I was starting to get like to feel normal and at ease, because it's a lot of pressure when you get on a plane to go see a guy, you know, for both parties. It's like weird because you you want it to be perfect and you want to make sure it's magical and just as good as it was, you know, as you would imagine it would have been and as it was before. So it's scary to do that. And uh, you put a lot of pressure on yourself. And I kept trying to reframe it in my brain like, oh, no, don't put any pressure. You're just hanging out with a friend. You're just. Spending a weekend with a friend, no big deal, but it's hard. And uh, it just all happened too quick. And uh, now I don't know how he feels. I don't know how I feel. I don't know what's going on. All I know is I have two more minutes of this podcast, and I'm going to play about out with a song and say goodbye. Um, anyway, so thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, hosted by uh, me and sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Uh, if you can't call in during the live show, call me and leave a message on Boy Crazy Voicemail. And that number is area code 888 666 2045. Leave your message under one minute and don't include your telephone number in the message. Um, like I said, come to Space 1520, which uh, is an uh, come to Urban Outfitters. Space 1520 location uh, every Tuesday in June. The address is 1520 Coanga Boulevard in Los Angeles, California, from 7 to 9 p.m. This Tuesday, L.A. Witch will be playing. The following will be and Miyake on the, on the 25th of June. It will be La Sarah. And uh, tweet me and tell me who you want me to interview on my new series on my website called Alexi Dead. Uh
2: That is it.
1: to get him some 3W's, only 4-3 We really We own it That mean we living for the moment That means you will fuck to the moment Time and I got time And I know that I'm in the position of controlling Anything I'll buy that ocean I'm a boss, I'll buy that ocean Ain't nobody fucking with this They want that shit, they often feet. I give it to them, but in between My time, I gotta tie some strings Life's a trip when you want these things I often suck, and then I leave 3 w use a life You know blowjob Need an application and eating pussy Make tight. And yeah, my type I like them brown Just like my drink The fuck you think? I don't fuck with No, hand me down See if you fuck Then it's after me You know how much I'ma make it work You know her trust Living in her purse When you discuss Your love for lust Just make sure You visit here first Cali You might catch me In Atlanta